This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, this week was busy work-wise. I had to, well, I've been training um, new employees for the past couple weeks. And honestly, it is the most draining thing I think I have to do at work, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I know I'm very introverted and, and just like to kind of be left alone, but um, it's a part of my job responsibility to train people. So the way that we have to train is just, it, it's it's really weird. Um we have to uh, just share our screen and, like, kind of sit on the phone um, pretty much and just, just breathe until, you know, the person has a question because everybody is remote. And even in doing that, it is very, very draining for me. Um, so, yeah, I just – it was hectic this week in that regard. Um, I'm never – I'm not really a person who, who likes to um, interact with anybody, uh, like at work, um, I like to handle my assignments, uh, and, and kind of get it, get it over with, but I'm, I'm kind of coming out of my shell a little bit more in regards to that and being more open to my responsibility of having to train people. So there's that. It just, uh, like I said, I, I was super exhausted every day after work and not that the, the trainees are um, exasperating my energy or just being difficult. It's just that I'm just tired because I have to be, I have to be mentally prepared, mentally available to them um, while still, you know, completing my task for the day. And so I just was, it, it was a struggle, honestly. Um, that was creating it gave me some laughter throughout the day to be honest with you because you know people train a little bit differently and it's just funny to it's, it's funny to to see what people's preferences are and how they train and then the questions they ask or don't ask uh yeah um so it gets weird and I just have to deal with it pretty much uh I got with doing that it really made me realize how how tired like I really get from having to to do one-on-one conversations and stuff because I actually got some sleep here and there this week um oh sorry uh got some sleep like it was it was some quality sleep a couple days this week but still these random dreams are just it's taking over and I started to realize that that is an indication for me that the fog is attempting to clear because when I'm like really, really like deep into the fog, like I don't have dreams. Like I don't like, I just be knocked out and then just wake up in the middle of the night. That's just, that's just it. I don't remember anything. Um, it's just, I went to sleep, woke up, but the more that I fight to get towards normalcy, I'll have these random these random dreams and nightmares. And I don't even know if you can classify them as nightmares. I'm only saying that because like I'm only calling them nightmares 
because it's, it'd be weird stuff going on. Like it's nothing that I'm like that I'm scared of in in the dream. So it's like it's really weird to me. But I still I'm trying to figure it out. Like I, I really believe um, that's how my ancestors connect with me is is through dreams. So I really try to remember what I can um, and just take note, whatever the lesson is meant to be, even though, you know, it might be something weird. I just feel like it's important that if uh, those thoughts and or memories are hitting me in my uh, in my subconscious mind, that it's important for some reason. Um, I heard someone say before that dreams, you know, are like you as the person completely create the dream unknowingly uh, with with things that you might watch here, um, have heard before or whatever. But I just kind of feel like for me, it's a connection to my ancestors. And sometimes uh, I get messages, sometimes I don't. And I just deal with with it the best that I can. I try to write everything down, but it more recently it's just weird. And I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out the repetition of um of the the like there's a particular thing in the dream and or nightmare like constantly. And so I'm just trying to figure out what that thing is, like really be detailed in um in my notes when I remember. And it's just like it's hectic though. Like I'm appreciative of the the couple of days that I got to sleep peacefully. Uh but man, it gets I I when I first started realizing that I had like mental stuff going on, I just I just remember feeling like it was just darkness and and fog, right? I never really realized how physically exhausting and heavy depression is like on your body. Like when you're not really paying attention and not really um, inept to, to try to fight it, it just, it feels weird. You feel bogged down physically. You feel like you're moving aimlessly. It's just really, really heavy. And you don't really know that you just feel different and you just feel discouraged and you just feel like nothing matters or whatever. Well, once I started figuring out, or or for me, once I start thinking about, all right, this is a place that I don't want to be in. I have to figure out how to to not be in this place as long as I possibly can. As long as I possibly can. So with that, with understanding when I'm like heavy, I am able to identify when like it's kind of lifting, right? Because when you're going through the fog and, you know, everything is feeling like it's coming against you, you're back against the wall, all that, it feels like you're walking around with a weighted blanket, right? 24-7, 365, no matter what you do, everything that, like every step, every thought, every emotion that uh, should be easy to process, it becomes that much heavier, Right? And that's how it's been for me the last few months. That's how it's been, you know, attacking me as well. It's just like, it's not easy at all. It's just super duper, like, the weight of the world 
it it just feels like it's on my shoulders. I feel like there's so much responsibility. I feel like when I'm going through my fog, you know, people are looking at me a certain kind of way or are not looking at me at all. Or, you know, it's just it's crazy. And that's why I always talk about, you know, isolation, because you'll for me, for me, I'll be in a funk and I'll be under the impression that people understand it. But they don't. And then when they don't, it's it's their reaction to certain things that you're saying It's body language. It's, it's, it's all of those things that um, that compound and, and make the. Issue much more than than what it is sometimes. Um, and learning that right, learning that. Or, or understanding that is the big key of learning how to maneuver through your down days mentally. Because you have to be able to eliminate those things. Like I always talk about how when I'm talking to people, I calibrate emotions differently, right? So if somebody's talking to me about a kid or a job or whatever, like anything I'm going through personally with that, I'm able to calibrate that emotion so I can respond in, in a way that's going to be beneficial uh, for the both of us. You have to be able to do that for yourself. And I'm still learning how to, to do that, like at a very, very high level. And I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm learning that, when I'm in my harshest times, that's when I have to stop. And it kind of doesn't matter what anybody is saying around me or to me. I have to really pay attention to how I'm feeling and how to how to how to understand that people don't get it. Even though it's something that is has been explained, even though it's something that um, that has like there's two way conversations about it and people still they, they don't they don't understand. And it's like and that's fine. That's fine that they that they don't, you know, but you have to be able not to get mad and not to add that to how you're already feeling. The reason why I do the weekly checks is because I want you guys to, to, if I'm, I want you guys to get into the mode of really paying attention to yourself. Like really understand when you're doing good, when really understanding when you're just, you're not feeling it and, and be okay with that. And, and, and not try to get people to, to understand that. Like, I think that's a big the, one of the biggest parts of mental health issues in, in general is we people who are struggling with it, we try to explain it in a way that benefits the other person. Because if we explain the way that it really feels, it comes off as like we're whining or complaining and it's just like, no, this is the reality of the situation. This is what the struggle is. And this is how I'm able to process it. And this is what it means to me. This is what it does to me. Um, it eliminates a lot of people from your life because you get to a point of, 
of being tired of trying to explain. So the importance of the weekly, you know, the weekly mental health checks is for to it's to encourage you guys to take these notes on yourself. It's to encourage you guys that um to be understanding to yourself. It's to encourage you to to believe in the process of you Right. Just because you have mental health issues or just because you have this problem or that problem, it doesn't discount who you are. Like it doesn't make you less than a person, uh, less than a woman or less than a man because you have these issues. It's important that we process what we go through. I always say your journey is your journey. And whatever, like it's already done. Whatever, whatever's supposed to be for you is already done. You just got to get there. Like nobody promised perfection on on this journey. It's obstacles, um, it's deterrence, it's all of that. You got to face brick walls and learn how to get through them or over them. Like you got to cross that puddle. You got to think if I got to uh, lay my jacket down or I'm gonna jump over it. Can I make it? It's so much that's gonna happen as you're trying to get through where you're trying to get through. The important thing is that you know who you are. Right. You have to believe in yourself first before anybody else can. I talk about isolation all the time and how it works for me. It works for me because I'm prepared for it now. Everybody is not prepared for isolation. Some people need other people to to help guide them. We talked about the past few weeks about uh, um, learning to follow or, or being able to to follow, meaning being able to learn before you attempt to teach. You don't have to guess. Like if if you stay in 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 line of what you are supposed to do, you can eliminate a, a lot of guesswork. You can eliminate a lot of guesswork because you've learned enough to now you can you can teach. But the moment you try to go, uh, uh, the moment you try to go ahead of where you're supposed to be is when things start getting um, off kilter. So it's important. I love these mental health checks. It's very, very difficult to relive and recount the week um, and then say it out loud. But it's important because once I listen back to it, I'm able to say, "Okay, that made me feel this way. This is what I'm going to try next time if I'm in that situation. Everything is a lesson for me. Every single thing that goes on, everybody that I encounter, every friendship that I have, and and, and it and it works, I look at how it works. Every friendship that I have and, and it doesn't work, I look at what happened. I kind of, uh, I, I try to evaluate like on some ESPN type thing, like, well, what did I do in the first part of the, the friendship? What did I do in the second part? Like, uh, uh, how did it end? Why did it end? Like, I really look at that for myself so that I could better myself because I hate being in this space. Like, I don't see how people can make fun of mental health. I don't see how people can uh, do this just for the money. I don't see how people could fake uh, advocacy, you know, because this is a real thing. And there's people really, really struggling uh, just because people are getting through it. Because I don't I don't want to sound like disrespectful because I know because I'm a person that's able to a certain extent function while I'm in my fog. But my functioning is literally only being able to get on this podcast and tell you guys what's going on and do what's necessary for my kids. When it comes to me, like when I'm in my deep, deep funks, like 
my skin get bad, my eating get bad, like my sleep, like everything just gets bad. I'm able to do that for for my kids because they are my responsibility. But after I do whatever it is for them, it's like I'm in a bed. I'm in uh, uh, lights off, blinds closed, watching psych, watching, you know, uh, leverage, just not knowing what to do with life. And half the time, not even watching, just listening um, and going in and out of sleep. But I'm learning as I'm going. I'm learning as I, as I do the weekly checks. Um, like saying it out loud is helping me. I said, I think two podcasts ago, like this podcast is saving my life. If I didn't have this, this podcast, because I have such high trust issues, I wouldn't have anybody to talk to. And not that I don't have people to talk to, but I have trust issues. I have a, a, a problem with trying to or having to explain why I'm hurt. I'm ha- I have a problem with trying to explain, you know, what's going on, how I feel about it and stuff like that, because I shouldn't have to explain my feelings. I should be able to say, yo, my feelings is hurt because of this. And this is difficult to me because of this. And it be that. And so that's why I get on the podcast. Like I said, these sessions are me allowing you guys into a space of a person who struggles with emotional issues, who struggles with anxiety, who struggles with depression, but still attempting to be the best version of myself that I can. I cannot deny these things. I know that, you know, it's like, oh, don't speak that on yourself and this, that and the other. Nah, I I, I have it. I have it. And it's important that I'm aware that I have it so that I can continue to fight through it. Like if if you're not going through it, you don't understand how heavy it is. Like if you're able to really control your emotions and your 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 chemical imbalance is is normal, then you're cool. You're able to be like, ah, I don't I I can't do that. Like you're able to be sad. I wish now that I was able to be just sad. And then have things because when you're sad, you can you 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 have things that you can do to just get over it. I don't wish any form of chemical imbalance on no one on top of sadness and on top of work stress, on top of relationship stress, on top of kids stress. like fam. You start spiraling like when you when you get to a point to where you can't control your own like emotional happiness or sadness, like you start spiraling. You don't like things or things that you would normally be able to be sad about and move on. Like it's taking forever. Things that will make you mad or things that'll make you happy. Like it just, it, it don't work. But the key is looking for that space to get through so that it makes it a little bit easier. Like, that's the whole thing about it. It's like, all right, cool. We can't, we probably can't, we can't balance our, our, our mental stuff, right? We, cause for whatever reason it popped out of nowhere, maybe it's hereditary, maybe it's how we're eating or maybe whatever. I don't know how these things happen. I don't know how mental issues come about. What I do know is I don't like it. I don't like it for myself now having to really deal with it and fight through it. Like, I don't like, like anybody who has these type of issues, like I'm sending love. 
I'm uh, I'm getting on this podcast, doing these sessions, hoping that you guys are hearing me and understanding like you could do this. It's hard. It's it, it, it really is. And it hurts and it's uncomfortable. But you have to find you in all that chaos. You have to. Because the person that you want to be and the person that you're supposed to be is in there. Like, like he or she is in there. All that chaos that you have going on, all that confusion that you have going on, all that, that it seems like you're weak and you're not. You just got to figure out how you want to do it. When, like you got you to gotta figure out how much are you willing to give yourself? Like these weekly, these weekly checks that, that I do at the beginning of the pod, like I'm telling you guys, they hurt. They hurt. Because I'm having to really understand me. And if you and if you are a human being, it's it's difficult sometimes to really look at yourself, flaws and all. And understand it because you have this idea of how you were raised and the things that you went through to become the person that you are. And so when you're not that. And you look in the mirror and it's like, dang, I, I, I feel different than who I think that I am. Like I have a saying that I say to myself all the time. I'm trying to be the man that I say that I am. So knowing that I'm not there yet, it's it's twofold. One, it's like I'm excited because I'm taking accountability and attempting to get to be that person. But on the flip side, it's like I'm sad because I'm not already that person with everything that I already went through. So when I'm on here in the, the, the mental the the mental health checks that we do, it's like I have to relive that. I have to think about that. So when I listen back, I'm like, all right, bet this is what I want to do. What am I willing to do to to go there? What am I willing to to sacrifice to get to the point of of being that person? You know, that's why I start That's Well, that's not why, but that's part of my isolation. Like, I want to be who I say that I am to me with nobody else's opinion. I don't want to be nice to you because you're nice to me. I don't want to love you because you love me. I don't want to be friends with you because you want to be friends with me. I want to be able to know me well enough to say I love you because I love you. Like you, my dog, because you, my dog, none of that, nothing else is going to matter from that. Because before, I was so focused on, I'm your friend because you're my friend and you're going to, like, we're going to be equally friends and we're going to be equally in relationships, even with my kids. Even with my kids, I, I look at that differently. But it's these weekly checks that that keep me in check. So I can't get too far off of what I'm trying to do because I got to get on here and tell y'all, yo, this is the week that I had. This is what I had to go through. My son got into a fight. Things got crazy. Like I had to deal with it, had a situation and, and the outcome is what the outcome is. So if I don't do the mental health checks, I like, I'm, I'm not pulling that accountability. I'm not having to sit down and check me as a parent and say, hey, this you taught your kids this or that. Or I'm not like I'm I'm not saying, hey, you trained this way, you should have did it this way, or whatever. I'm just living life to live life, like with no accountability. Like you guys keep me accountable. Even when I'm having super bad weeks, I get on here, I tell y'all. 
because it's important that you know that you're going to win some days and you're going to lose some days, but you got to fight the same. Like you got to be there for yourself because a lot of times you're not going to have access to people that, that you, that you feel like you need. You don't, you're not going to have access to therapy 24 seven. You're not going to have access to your best friend 24 seven. You're not going to have access to your partner 24 seven, your kids. You're not going, it's not going to happen. And so for me, when I'm in, you know, when I'm when all the kids are at school and I'm by myself and I'm in my office working and I'm having a moment, I got to be able to calm myself down and, and say, all right, cool. You 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 you're putting 100 on 10. You putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. You got to stop. Come on. You got this. You got this. And you have to believe in that, even though it's, it's difficult. You know how many times I tell myself, yo, you got this. And I'm like, no, I don't got it. And then I listen to this podcast and I'm like, yo, all right, this is what I have to do because I believe that I could be who I say that I am. But like I like 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 I said last week, I had no idea where I was going. I was saying that, you know, in 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 the air, I had no idea where, where I was going. But then I realized what I was trying to what I was trying to do and who I was who I was trying to be and who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Who I I had the capability to be. And you don't learn that until you till you get to that phase of you being tired of uh of being who you don't want to be. And you start realizing that you are being everything for everyone, but nothing for yourself. And so that's why I, I, I reveal who I am. That's why I, I, I speak on, you know, the mental health. Like at first I was just going to make it like a, um, like a 10 minute thing. Like, how was your week? But I started, no, just like I open up with y'all, y'all got to be able to open up with yourself. Because again, these sessions essentially are for me not to go crazy. These are saving me because I'm able to say it out loud and I figure somebody else needs to hear this. I figure this will be beneficial for somebody else to be able to look themselves in the mirror and and be honest with themselves. Again, hit me up, Twitter, Poetic Properties, on IG, Poetic Properties Podcast. Uh, you can follow me, leave comments on Good Pod uh, app as well. But I'm going to respond and we're going to talk and we're going we're going to get through what we can because it's it's a necessity. It's a necessity. Like I'm so serious about helping my people through this mental health journey the best way that I can, because I have to. It makes no sense not to be able to to get through it. It makes no sense to be so tough and, and so active and we do this and we do that, but we can't take care of our mental because for the life of me, I, I I don't understand why this is not given as a class in, in regular school. Like like finances and mental health need to be something that we deal with. I'm sorry, that was my ice maker trying to do whatever. But for the life of me, I don't understand why why this isn't a subject in school, not college, not like even like something that is, is done given in parenting classes. You know what I mean? It, like, like mental health is so serious because it don't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter, matter how uh, fine, how 
beautiful, how stacked, how strong. If your mental is not there, like, what you going to do? You're not even going to know how to apply all that beauty. You're not even going to know how to apply all that thickness. What you you going you going to throw that thing back to what? Like you don't even like how if your mind is gone. You going to protect and provide for who if your mind is gone? And that's something that I'm trying to 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 bring to you guys. Especially especially the, the guys like this is a safe space for everybody in general. But I'm uh, like I'm taking one for the team. Because I'm going to get on here and I'm going to cry if I need to. I'm going to scream if I have to. Like I'm, I'm going to do that. Not, you know, for attention, but because that's how I feel. Like I'm done hiding my emotions from any anybody. Like I don't I don't care whether it's from the kids, whether it's from, you know, uh, a friend, whether it's romantic. I'm not. Nah, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Because I have to be and I have to do what I say, uh, what I say I am and, and how I say I'm going to do it. I got to be stand up. Not for you. I don't care how you look at me. Like, honestly, I don't. I don't care how people look at me. I care like I care about how. I look at me. I care about what I'm going through. I care about how I handle situations in the heat of the moment. I care about how I handle situations, you know, with a, with, um, when I'm able to think about it. Like, it's not about the outside appearance. Like, I keep, you know, I, I stay on that as a result to, to life in general because we have to start looking inside out. It's okay. It's okay. Be be the one person that feels that way. It's okay. You don't always have to go with the crowd. Like, that doesn't make you better or worse than no one. Like, it's a lot of things that go on on people's podcasts that I don't agree with. It's a lot of people that, a lot of things that go on on TV that I don't agree with. It's a lot of things that just happen. And guess what? I just, I don't, I block it. I don't watch it. I block people who try to share it with me. Hey, get up out of here. I don't want that. That's not what I'm into. I, I found out, you know, once you get to the point where you can really be accountable for yourself, right? And you can really, and this is, this has nothing to do with your, your mental strength. This is just in general. Once you get to a point to where you are able to hold yourself accountable truly, and you are able to be a person who, if you are deciding to reveal an altercation, an incident, whatever, you are a person that you can honestly say both sides, whether you are right or wrong, right? Like once you get to that point and you're you're fighting through all this stuff, it's like little by little the 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 weighted blanket comes off. And I don't know if you guys have ever worked out with with ankle weights or wrist, you know, wrist weights or just in general, but like something that you've had to carry. Right. I know, like, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, unless the TV and these documentaries are fake, there is a portion of uh, an armed forces um, combat training. And in general, you have to be able to carry a soldier on your shoulder um, or not have to. But one of the exercises that I used to see on 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 TV and stuff, they would hold one of their partners, you know, over the shoulder. And I guess it's a stimulation. Like, am I able to focus by saving a person that I could save, 
um, throw them over my shoulder and still be able to one uh, fight back if we, you know, if it's gunfire. But mainly, am I able to successfully carry this person to get uh, to get to safety, right? And then when you when you put that weight down and it feels like your body is lifting up, that euphoria of free uh, a freedom is where I'm at now, right? That's what I search for. So no matter how heavy everything gets for me, I'm searching for that euphoria, that floating feeling, right? So when I'm going through everything that I'm going through and I feel like everything is against me, I no longer panic because I know it's a process. I know it's just not going to be just, okay, I'm right here. Everything is lifted. Uh, it's not one of those things that it's a one-sided. Like, it's not a one thing that'll make it better. It's accumulation of things that creates the lift. It's me being able to sleep right. It's all the bills being paid and paid on time. It's the 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 refrigerator being full with food. It's the kids being healthy and having fun. Like, it's all of these things in one that create the high. But once you get there, remember how that feels. So that if you are faced with darkness, if you are faced with any other obstacles and things start getting hard because they will, because life is just that way, that you know what you're looking for. I was a person that well, I am a person, not even going to hold you. I'm energy for energy. If you give me negative energy, you're going to get negative energy. If you give me positive energy, you're probably going to get nah, respect, respectful energy. I realize you're going to get whatever you're looking for. Trust me. If you're searching for it, you'll find it. You'll speak it right into your pattern and your journey, even if it don't belong. Trust me. It's been certain things that. It's been certain things that. I was subconsciously looking for in a negative way. Because I felt a way. That little by little that came into into my life. That behavior, little by little, that attitude, little by little, like it just it seeped right on in. And then when it when it hit full force, it's like, dang, where'd that come from? Why is that like that? But that's because that's what I'm looking for. And by looking for, I don't mean literally going out looking for drama, yada, yada, whatever. But it's allowing things that that shouldn't be on your path. Right. I'm a big part. I'm a big uh, proponent of. I don't do reality TV in no way, form, or fashion. The closest I'm going to get to reality TV is the news. Reason being is because a lot of that is, is geared in chaos. A lot of that is geared to, to create this emotional distraction and uh, under the auspice of entertainment. And... I've been in relationships with people who watch that religiously and it affected their relationship. 
Because you see the 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 women on there, you see the men on there, and they're saying these certain things and doing these certain things, and then you be, like you start believing that that's how it's supposed to be, right? So for me, I'm like, I don't, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching that because after you watch so much of it, you start believing that, you start behaving in that way, and it's just like, yo, for what? Like, why would you like why why are you doing that? That their situation don't even apply to us. I've seen shows, reality shows, where friendships break up over the dumbest things, and then it, it makes you, as a human being, question your friendship. And then when the react, like it, when when the reality of it hits, it's like, yo, why are you why are you wilding? Like, where'd you even where'd you even get that idea from? Like, why why would that even cross your mind? But it's the it's what you are looking for. I'm not saying that you, you, I'm not judging nobody who watches reality TV. I'm not judging nobody who, who enjoys that. I don't enjoy it. I understand what it is for me. I understand what it does for people. I've seen what it does uh, for people around me. And I'm, I'm cool on that. I haven't told the kids cause the kids are, uh, uh, they, they're on the YouTube watching craziness just all day. Yes cussing and 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 like junior like this show where they be finding out the girl be cheat it's like a uh it's like candy camera but for cheating it's not cheaters but it's an off-brand version of cheaters and he loves that show and i'm like bro why you love that you don't even really be talking to girls like that like and and even so i don't bring i don't bring women around you that act like that or behave like that so why like like what is that I don't behave like them dudes in there. Your uncle Brandon don't behave like, 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 what is that? Like, why does, why is that entertaining to you? But I tell them, look, you got to find your own way. If that's what you like, that's funny to you. However you want to look at that shoe. But I want you to also to be YouTube me things that are beneficial for you. You see what I'm saying? Because whatever you're looking for, you'll, you'll find it. If you searching for chaos and all you do is watch chaos on TV, if all you do is watch happy, like whatever, you're going to find it. And so I'm learning how to search for peace. I'm learning how to even even when it's difficult. I'm learning to look for a way that I will be most comfortable. I don't like, if you're not looking for that, I don't know what to tell you. Like if you're dealing with me as a friend, if you're dealing with me as a partner, like I'm letting you know now that as a result to mental health and emotions, I care about mine first. But with that, with that, I'm going to be so respectful to you because I, I, I don't want to be disrespected. So when I'm, when I'm saying I'm putting me first, it's because it's very important that I know what I want. It's very important that I know what I'm looking for. I don't want drama. I'm not saying life is supposed to be perfect. I know it never will, but I just know that if I come in the house and, and I'm looking for negativity, I'm going to get it. If I feed into negativity, I'm going to get it. I, being negative is easy for me. I grew up in the 80s. I grew up in the 80s and, and, and 90s. 
negativity is so easy. Like, very. It's the being nice. It's the being, you know, my mom taught us how to be very, very respectful to people outside, like our elders and stuff like that. But words of problem, I can get so disrespectful because it's easy. But I know how I feel when I'm moving like that. I know how I feel when uh, I got to like you, you got to look over your shoulder. You got to be prepared to fight at all times. You got to like it's. You have to be on go when you're looking for that energy. And sometimes you'll push yourself in a position that you don't belong in because you are on go. Right. It's one thing to be prepared for things, but it's another to be you just waiting for somebody to be negative. Like you just like you're feeding off of that. And you respond and you will lose so much because you don't know you. You're not looking for these things in you. You looking for it in reality TV. You looking for it because you don't know how to process rap music. You looking for it because you don't want to do the history of watching movies and seeing where stuff come from. You don't watch no documentaries. You don't listen to no documentary podcast. Like you're looking at all this stuff that's feeding into negativity without the truth. Getting stabbed hurts. I've been stabbed. It hurts. Being shot at is scary. Hearing bullets whistle by, getting your windows shot out. Like, I'm telling you right now, I don't care how tough you are. The idea that you are being shot at, once you get out of it, the adrenaline starts running and it is a scary thing. But you don't learn that until you're walking around and you have this negative energy, even if you're not bothering nobody. Even if you're not saying anything to nobody, you're walking around with this ball of negativity in you and everything in your mind is a doubt. Everything in your mind is aggression. Everything in your mind is, you know, something super negative It's going to find you. It is. And I had to pay attention to that. I start really paying. I, I really, really like like once I start focusing on peace once i start focusing on all right cool i'm losing it i'm tired of being mad i'm tired of people coming at me saying i'm defensive i'm tired of you know people not understanding what i'm going through and stuff like that and it hit me you gotta understand it it doesn't matter you are allowing people to to create this perception of who you are and you're falling right into it because you're not stopping and you're not seeking who you are supposed to be. And I start looking for myself and little by little, I start finding me. I start realizing what type of friend I want to be. I start realizing who I want to be friends with and, and who I don't want to be friends with immediately. I start being able to speak my peace respectfully and not feel a way about it. I start learning how to isolate and and be by myself for the sake of it's just better for my health. It's just better for my overall emotions and spirit that I get away from you and I started being okay with that, but it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It starts with what you are looking for though. And when you moving aimlessly, you don't know. So it's a 50, 50. You might get people in your life that are, are there for good, there for a season. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 what is it? Season, reason, or lifetime It's one of those three all the time. 
And sometimes you're going to let people go that was supposed to be a lifetime. Sometimes you're going to keep people that was supposed to be a season. Like you're going to mess with people that's supposed to be a reason and you're going you gonna to get rid. Like it's so much stuff that you're going to do until you know who you are. It's so much stuff that's going to happen to you because you're going to be unknowingly looking for it because you're relying on other things to to tell you what and who you're supposed to be. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. I started like I I I started looking for peace. And little by little everything started leaning towards me isolating. I started looking for love. And everything started leaning towards me learning how to love myself. Like I was I had already done the the relying on people to to help me get through things, right? Like I relied on relationships to to give me love um so I could feel fulfilled. Uh relying on the kids to give me love so I could feel fulfilled. Um relying on people to to just pour it, pour back into me so I could feel a way about me. I relied on that, right? But then as I'm like as things start happening, I'm like, yo, this don't feel right. I have to figure out a way, like, 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 why do I feel different when this person is here? But when that person is gone, I feel like this. Why do I? And I start realizing that I'm depending on that connection to give me the emotions I need to be who I am. In turn, allowing me to understand that I'm not even me. So on my journey, I start saying, okay, I want to learn how to love properly. Right. Because I'm a lover. It is what it is. I'm a fighter, but I'm but I'm a lover. But. How can I love properly? Like, I'm a love you how you need to be loved. But how can I add that pizzazz to it to make it stick if I don't know how to love me? How can I want to be around you and, and, and enjoy what your hobbies are, your beliefs are, your energy is when I don't even know my own? Like, why am I unknowingly seeking this type of relationship um, uh, and not seeking it with myself? Why am I doing all this for other people? Because, you know, that's their quote unquote love language. I'm doing all of that, but it's not coming back to me. And I'm feeling empty inside because I'm giving all of me. And I started realizing it's because I, it, you, you, you are not understanding what you looking for. We talked last week about running. Where are you going? Like you moving without a destination. We talked about that last week. And once I realized that, I'm like, yo, I found every single thing that I was looking for, whether knowingly or unknowingly. But the moment I was like, oh, I wanna I wanna love properly. I wanna like I'm a person of unconditional love. I just am, you know, people call me stupid and, you know, say whatever they're going to say. But I just personally believe that, you know, once you love someone at a certain level and once you apply that love, like it, that doesn't change the degree of how you love them and the things that you are willing to do or not do does change. Right. Um, and I've always felt like that. I've always I've always been a person to just say, you know what, 
it is what it is. People make mistakes. Like, let's kind of figure it out. But I didn't give myself that. I felt, you know, many days felt like a failure. Relationship broke up, you know, with my wife felt like a failure. Things didn't work out with my daughter's mom felt like a failure. Like, you get into these spaces mentally and you realize that you are a failure. But you fell on yourself. Because you're doing everything possible to make everybody else happy. And in turn, it's not it's not being reciprocated. It's not being reciprocated in friendship. It's not being reciprocated in relationships. Even with my kids. Like, they made me so mad um, on my birthday last year. Like, they made me so mad. And, like, I, w- I was telling my guy at DW, I was like, I just feel the way, like, they don't understand, like, they don't understand that at their age, they could do something for me. And so I was hot. Like, I was, like I was hot. Like, they was misbehaving. Um, and not, not anything outside of kid stuff, but I was, I was, I was hurt. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling DW, like, yo, like, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And he's like, fam, listen, I hear you, but yes, you are. <laughs> He's like, don't, don't, don't create another level of commotion and chaos. It is what it is. Deal with it, but deal, don't, don't do it in a way that's going to traumatize them. And I understood that. I understood that because I'm looking for peace. I'm looking for a very different relationship with my kids than I have with, with, with uh, than I had with my parents. But if I'm like, if I stay on that course of raising them how I was raised or teaching them the lessons that were taught to me or discipline, if I stay on that, I'm going to get that back. Right? If I stay on, on like energy wise, if I stay on, I'm going to whoop you, da, 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 or, uh, I'll knock you out. That's what that's what's gonna come back to me. They boys. At some point, I'ma say that and they're gonna be like, what's up? Do I really wanna knock them out? No. But now do I have to? Yeah. And then what if I mess around and get knocked out by one? What if they knock me out? Because I'm looking for that energy. Cause I'ma find it if I'm if that's what I'm if 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 I'm looking for that. In relationships, like if I expect you to be mean to me, if I expect you to just want me for money, if I expect you to just want me for sex, that's what it's going to be. That ain't your fault. Because subconsciously, I'm going to just be buying you stuff for whatever. I'm just going to be giving you good sex, whatever. Like, that's what it is. Because mentally, that's where I'm at. But when I start learning how to love me, none of that matters. I could... None of it matters. I could care less if you have a new bag for the sake of you having a new bag. I could care less giving you good sex just for the sake of like, what else are, what are we doing? Because I'm comfortable either way. I'm comfortable with being in a relationship. I'm comfortable with being a hoe. It is what it is. But what are we doing? Because the energy that I'm putting out towards you, I'm not getting back. And then you start getting lost. 
you start forgetting who you are. You start you you start feeling like, all right, this is just what it is. Um, I'm gonna continue to do it when the relationship when it when the relationship is over, it's over. So I found myself in relationships where the moment I start saying no, I'm not doing that. The moment I start changing my ways, oh, you acting different. And I used to be like, what do you mean I'm acting different? Like I'm just not spending hella money on bags. I'm not spending hella money on gifts. I'm not taking you on a on, on a, a shopping spree. I'm not just giving you money for this or that. Like the moment I started to just stop all of that is the moment the relationship was over. So in my eyes, it's like, oh, that's that's what you wanted. At first I was hurt and I was bothered. Like, I can't believe like you you doing me like this. But then I was like, yo, you got what you looked for. You un you unknowingly got what you look for. You were in love with that person. That person was in love with what you could do for them. And you didn't recognize it because you didn't search for yourself. You didn't know for yourself. So you're just doing what you feel like is supposed to be done. I was one of them them people like, oh, my girl ain't paying for nothing and da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'm going to buy them a bag. We're going to go here. We we doing this. We doing that. And I'm just, I'm paying bill after bill and um, I'm buying bags and do, I'm like, I'm doing all of that thinking that that's the right thing to do. Because I was one of those people who was falling societal standards and I, you, I, I got to do this for you. I got to do that for you. I ain't asking for nothing in return. Ain't nothing being given back to me but sex. Like, huh? But I was looking for that. Even though in my mind, I'm like looking for real relationships and wanting to be wanting to be fulfilled and stuff. I'm I'm giving off tricking energy. And I know it's like uh it ain't tricking if you got it. Nah, it nah. It feels like once you realize it, it feels really, really bad. And that discouraged me a lot, like in relationships. Like that's why that's one of the main reasons I was able to stop. Um, that was one of the reasons why I was able to stop uh, looking for relationships. That was one of the, the one of the reasons that helped me start looking within myself. Because I was given so much of me. I was given like everything of me and it wasn't being reciprocated and it wasn't their fault. I was blinded, not them because pe people going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. And the longer you allow them to treat you a certain way that is not conducive to you, that moment that you figure it out, it's going to create chaos because it's like, you allowed me to do this to you. Like, like they're not even going to see the wrong in it. You allowed me to be this way this whole time. And now you're tripping. Yeah. Because it's wrong. And when you don't see that it's wrong, now I have to get away from you. And that, like, I, I, I can't. Because now I have to reconcile my emotions and my accountability that I got what I was unknowingly looking for. And I allowed it to go on for so long. And now I'm hurt and I'm bothered. And I love these people. And I was, I, I'm, I'm fighting for them. And I want them to be around me. No, I'm not on that energy no more. 
I don't, I don't want to give you the energy that you give me. I don't want to be crying about you. I don't want to be missing you. I don't want to be hurt, you know, uh, uh, to know if you moved on or what. I don't want to know. I don't. Because now I'm putting that energy into me. Now I'm looking for peace within me. Now I'm looking for self-love. Now I'm looking for honesty within myself. Because if I lie to myself, I'm 100% going to lie to you. If I don't take care of myself, I'm not going to take care of you. If I wouldn't buy it for myself, get your ass out of here. If I wouldn't spend it on myself, Bible, I'm not one of them no more. I'm, I, I'm just not my my... Late twenties, early thirties, you 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 could have got a lot from me, like mid, like like twenty eight to about thirty five. You could have got whatever up out of me. I don't care. No, not thirty five, because I'm I've been on this for thirty one, thirty one. You could have got you could have got whatever up out of me. Like my ex and my daughter's whatever. It never it didn't it didn't matter. But I was doing all of that for the sake of because I loved them, right? But who gonna love me? Who gonna take care of me like I take care of them? Where where am I gonna find that at? And so as I start being purpose driven about what I'm looking for, all signs led to, yo, you you need to chill. You need to just be by yourself. And I started looking for peace and peace started to come as I started to isolate from people. Peace started to come as I started to limit my communication with people. And he started to come when I started giving myself the time, when I started to uh, sit down and just believe in who I was. I started to find myself. As a result to what type of relationship I want to be in. Like I, like I just said, I'm 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 comfortable with being in full fledged relationships. I'm comfortable. I'm fine with being a hoe. I don't care. I'm almost 40. I've experienced a marriage. I've experienced the baby mama situation. Like I've I've experienced a lot of things. And through all of that, I found me. So I'm grateful for the pain that I was taken through. I'm grateful for the disrespect. I'm grateful for uh, the down talking, and, and I'm, I'm 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 grateful for that because it pushed me in positions to respond in a way so negatively that I lost everything that I had. But then, as I'm realizing all that was necessary for me to start searching for peace, I have a greater purpose in life. I have a I have a great and not. Down and listen, I'm not downing them in no way because, like I said, they can call me right now and I'll do whatever possible, whatever it is that they need, I'll do it. But it's the energy that I'm putting out towards myself. I'm not doing for you what you want, what I won't do for me. 
I've been looking for so long. Like, I've been in relationships since I've been eight years old, like at the level. From eight years old to what, 30? I've been in relationships from eight year old till now. At different levels of relationships. And it's not till now, and by now I mean this time frame, where I'm seriously like understanding the necessity of knowing. Yeah, people be fine and people be having, you know, big cities, big booty, like look just stack just yeah, yeah, you that that's cool. But is your mind right? Are you equipped to deal with someone who has real emotions and who's going to share them with you? Are you equipped to be able to respond in a healthy way? Are you equipped to be able to receive it and be a partner? Are you equipped to be who you are supposed to be no matter what and deliver that in a way that's respectful? Because whatever type of energy you're looking for, trust me, you are going to find it. That was a difficult thing for me as I started rebuilding me. As I removed myself as a victim and and, and, and had to deal with, yo, you let them do that. You could have, like, dead it that immediately but your fear of being alone silenced you so yeah you can be mad because you 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 are ultimately a human being and your feelings do matter but also be mad at yourself because you never said anything it's a saying that that i've been that i always see from time to time and it says um people Hold on, I'm about, uh, hold on. I gotta, I gotta do it right because it just came to my mind, and I want to make sure that I that I say it correctly, um, so that I could drive this point. Um, hold on. So it says, I don't know who, I don't know who's. Uh, Whose quote this is, but it says, if you expect the world to be fair with you because you are fair, you are fooling yourself. That's like expecting the lion not to eat you because you didn't eat him. And I honestly was there mentally. I honestly felt like because I'm this way with you, you're going to be this way with me. I don't know where I got that from or why I thought that. Um, no, I do know. That's the that's I I said it on the early podcast. That's why I don't teach my kids um, treat people how they treat you or or treat people how you want to be treated because it's not going to work. They're never going to treat you how you want to be treated. No one is. They're going to treat you how you allow them to treat you. They're going to treat you in a way that um, is beneficial to them. And you're going to accept it because you you don't want to be alone. You want to accept it because you want to be in a relationship. You want to be loved. You you feel like people are going to change. Like it, uh, you feel like people are going to put in the effort that you're putting in to change and to be who they want 
uh, uh, who they want you to be. And you start realizing, dang, am I changing for this person um, or am I changing because I feel like it's the right thing to do within me? So for me, I'm no longer energy for energy. For me, I'm no longer um, I'm no longer a tit for tat lover, a tit for tat friend. Like I know where I want to be. I know what I'm seeking in friendship. I know what I'm seeking in, in relationships. I know because I had to sit down. I had to cry myself to sleep at night. I had to sit down. I had to be frustrated and take notes. And yo, you 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 should have handled this this way. You should have said it then. I, I had to sit down and I had to relive all these things that happened in my life that were honestly I was the victim in the situation. But I had to take my accountability and say you could have got out. You could have got away. That's why now when I'm dealing with people and 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 uh, I see them going through things like over and over and over again, it's like yo, you gotta go. Simple as that. You have to get away from that particular situation because that's going to kill you. That's going to that like that was the main thing that for me that I had to get away from my kid, my my son's mom. Right. I kept saying like because we we grew up together. And we was we like from from jump. We had issues like from jump. And so I used to tell her like, yo, like we got to get away from each other. To know if this is for real. Like we had seen each other every freaking day from ninth to 12th grade. Then I think it was. probably a year we didn't see each other and then back to like being together, seeing each other every single day. We had no time to, to be who we wanted to be, learn, you know, learn things that we just hopped right back into it. Um, got married, had kids. So it was Rocky from jump. And I started to realize, yo, we are doing what everyone wants from us and the relationship. Like nobody realized behind closed doors, this shit is a train wreck. Nobody understands that. Like this is really going to hell in the handbasket. And I used to say, we got to get away from each other because, and, and, and live, live how we need to live so we can figure out if this is what it's supposed to be or not. And until we're able to get away from each other and figure that out, it's always going to be chaos. Always. I had to learn that. I really like I had to I had to really come to grips with myself like fam, I know you love to be in a relationship. But you got to learn how to be in a relationship with yourself. You got to learn how to be friends with yourself because you're giving all of you and you have nothing left. When the lights cut off at night and it's silent and you up staring at the ceiling and feeling empty and feeling like, you know, you alone, you giving too much to give back so little. So I start figuring out how to be friends with myself. I start figuring out what I honestly like, no matter what. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. What do I like to do? 
what do I like? What makes me happy? What shows do I watch? What like, what do I do? So for me, it's cooking. I love cooking. I'm not saying I'm a chef, but I love cooking. Cooking makes me feel great. Riding my poetry makes me feel great, but unfortunately, I can't fathom writing a poem right now because of so much pain, and I'm tired of writing for pain. I'm tired of it. I know that's like when I'm. I know that's where I get my best work from, but I don't want that energy right now. I'm tired of being hurt. I'm tired of feeling like I'll never be fulfilled in a relationship. I'm tired of feeling like, you know, my kids are, my kids lack emotions towards me. I'm tired of feeling like that. So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm giving and looking for the energy that I want in return. I annoy my kids with how much I love them. We have a weird way of showing it, but I make sure that they are aware that I love them. I know the relationship, the the type of relationship that I want, the type of friendship. Like um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking from a place of peace. I'm looking for a place of genuine love. But I'm looking for people who actually love themselves. Like I gotta know that you fuck with you. Because if you come over here and you don't fuck with yourself, you gonna mess me up. Because I'm gonna feel like I gotta give you a piece of me that was that was meant for me. And I think that's how life start messing up for me. I think that's, you know, uh, among other things, you know, um, I think that's a lot of reason why I'm having these mental issues. Because I was so hell bent on not being alone and not having no friends and this, that, the other. I went through this whole thing where, uh, you know, I still I felt a way that my brothers moved out of state before me. I felt a way that, you know, me and my childhood friends, we all live in different places. Like, I felt the way. Because I'm I'm thinking like, yo, why like like why why everybody's so cool with being gone away from each other? I've always had like I've always had these um this separation anxiety. I don't know where it came from. But I've always had this and I had to realize, no, like everybody got to find their own way. But because I'm looking to be hurt, I'm hurt that everybody's going off to college and out of state and doing this and doing that. But in reality, everybody's going off to grow, to be who they're supposed to be. We all grown. Like if if it's love, it's love. If it's not, it's not. And that's okay. If we've grown apart, we've grown. I like I didn't know how to handle any of that. Because the way my mind was wired, like I got I got the squad tatted on my bed. So for me, that that's forever. Yeah, I did that when I, when I think I was 16. Life hadn't kicked in, marriage hadn't kicked in, kids hadn't kicked in. Like like, it just happens like that. But I was seeking that. I'm thinking everybody feels the same way, but that's not how it works. And then I start realizing, like, yo, you are 
attached to these connections and you feel like you got to protect these people. Uh, you have this energy that you just want everybody safe and everybody's not like if you can't physically reach everybody, then you don't know if they safe. So then you bug out and I'm giving all like that's the energy that I was giving out. I've always been a, a, a protector so, to a certain extent. And then I had to say, OK, who is protecting you? Like, I really, really had to break that down. Like, if you are giving your kids this protection, your partner this protection, your friend this protection. Like, nobody's asking you for protection. Yeah, in certain instances, it's needed, but nobody's asking you. And so all of that energy, I started to... Look for for myself. I started to tell myself or ask myself what I really wanted. What I really wanted um, as a result to my business, as a result to a possible relationship, as a parent, and I started applying myself there, right? I say... I always speak on the worst part of learning how to be alone, which is like now I just kind of feel like I could do it. I could do without like I could do without a relationship. I could do without all of that because I learned how to be by myself. One of the best things that came with me learning how to be by myself is I found love. I found true love within myself. I found true peace within myself. Like my my idea of love was was not correct in how it wasn't correct for me in a beneficial way to me. Yeah, you're supposed to love people how they need to be loved and stuff like that, but there has to be something in in you that understands what that is and I found it. Like I found it within me. It took a while. It, it it hurt like crazy to to understand that. It hurt like I'm telling you, it hurt like hell to really break that down within yourself to say, hey, that that right there, that 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 right there is what you've been looking for this whole time. And you're unable to to you were unable to give that because you didn't know what it felt like. You thought love was things. You thought love was money. You thought love was places. And love is time. No matter how you slice it, love increases with the time you spend with the thing that you love. Whether it's a person, whether it's a hobby, whether it's your passion, like love increases with time. Like like time covers so much. And I never realized that. I had to experience what I experienced with Kennedy to un to like I like I always say as hurt as I am, I'm so grateful because that baby left me the gift of time. I look at time with like I, I hold time with so much more value now. I have a complete like understanding for myself of the value of time. 
I feel like if people, like, time is the highest currency just in life, period. I don't, I don't care because people don't, people don't want to be rich to get things. People want to be rich to have time to do things. So that's why, you know, a lot of times people, you know, win lottos or win big lump sums of money, they quit their job because they now I don't have to worry about the day-to-day stuff. I can do what I want to do. Like, think about that. Like, you're not working because you want money. Like, yeah, you want nice things, but you really want a, a lump sum of money so you can do what you, like, on top of getting the things that you like and, and, and the hobbies and passion, but you really wanted to do, you really want money because you want your bills to be paid, um, paid up, no debt, so that you can have time to do what you want to do. When I start appreciating time more, life got better for me. When I start understanding the value of time, life got better for me because now I'm focused on not wasting it. So with that, I have to look for the thing that I need the most. So if I'm looking for love, I have I, I have to pay. I have to know me enough to know what I'm looking for. If I'm looking to grow the business, I have to know me enough to know what you know to to know what I'm looking for. If it's to be a better parent, I have to know me enough to take that step. A lot of times people like people won't really listen to this podcast because it's it's in regards to mental health and accountability. And, and a lot of people can't handle that. And that's fine. I'm not saying that I'm the, the, the best one out there. I'm not saying that I'm the only podcast that can help you deal with accountability. But I noticed that I don't get a lot of views and stuff because of what it's about. But it gets to the people who it's supposed to get to. Like I said, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. I looked for this particular thing um, in regards to how I, I do the podcast. I couldn't find it. So I created it so nobody else would have to uh, uh, say there's no option for me. A, per- a regular person, a regular nine to five person uh, with, with mad kids, entrepreneur, trying to just build life, going through it in real time. Like you'll find it. Like that's just that's as simple as that. Like the goal is to the goal is to. The goal is to know yourself enough so that you can stop searching and you can be the thing that you say that, that, that you are, you can finally be that thing. Like my goal is to stop searching. Like I'm not complete yet and not saying that, you know, I'll ever be complete because there is no perfection, but I'm still searching for little things that are going to make me better. Like, I just want to be very clear. Like, I, I laugh because I've been in relationships where, you know, there's no trust um, or, yeah, there it's no trust or it's just chaotic and people want to go through phones and, you know, they want access to your phone. And if you don't, if if, if you love me, if you're not hiding anything, you'll give me, like, um, and I used to be a person like, 
Like my phone is the only thing that I have. Like I, when I say I used to give all of me, I used to give all of me. And my phone was literally the only thing that I had. And a lot of times, like there was nothing in my phone, but it's just the principle, like, like this is my only liberty. Like I, I can't give it up. And then like now I don't care. You're going to find whatever you're going to find. Like I'm open. Look, I prefer open relationships. I'm cool with relationships. I'm cool with being a hoe. Take that information how you will. Look through that phone if you want to. Your eyes gonna pop out. Either way, I don't. I don't care. I'm up front. Like I don't. Ha- I don't. I don't have the fear of being alone because I found me. I don't have. I don't have to lie. I don't have to uh, omit things. Like okay, go in there if you want to. I don't care. I don't care one bit. My cookies are sick. If you look for it, you're going to find. You're going to figure out like, whoa, he a a wild boy. I don't care. I want us to start looking into ourselves. I want us to start wanting to be better for ourselves. I want us to, you know, want better relationships. Like, I know it's hard. I know a lot of times it's like, nah, I'd rather just let it be what it is and and let life flow. And you're going to end up miserable, especially like my young people or that listen to this podcast. Yeah, I got to get it together. Like, uh. I'm talking to you guys in a way that I wish somebody, you know, talked to me as an OG. Like, I'm not demanding anything. I'm like, I don't judge y'all. But if I had access to someone who was genuine and open as I I was, I I would really take heed to what's going on and really try to learn the lessons, you know, that will help you. You know, so many young people, you know, young men in general that still haven't found their way um, with maneuvering through their emotions. They still haven't found passions and purposes um, to apply to their lives. And it's like it's it's too much. It's too much life to live out here for you not to, to know, for you not to at least be in preparation phase. Like, don't 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 wait. Like I grew up in an era where they beat us down, and I'm I'm not saying beat literally, but we it wasn't no emotions. Boy, shut up and and get you know go back outside. You're not depressed. You're just mad. Get over it. Like we we couldn't deal with it, and so we grew up to be men who have difficulty expressing emotions. We keep it to ourselves. It's a lot of people out here, a lot of nice guys, a lot of hardworking men that because the stereotype is you 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 can't as a man say your feelings like they're they're dead inside. They hurting. They need somebody to talk to. Sometimes they're not always a therapist. Sometimes they just want to talk to their woman and vent. But a lot of women be like you drama, you extra, you're not a man. So we don't say nothing. So we have to start looking within ourselves to to. To be strong enough to say you thick and you fine as fuck, but you're not right for me. You beautiful. You so, so smart. And I love that about you, but you are not right for me. 
that's one of the things for me. If I can't like now that I've now that I found like for real found me, one of the main things is if I can laugh with you but not cry and and tell you my true emotions, you're not good for me. Get up out of here. I don't care how good you can cook. I don't care how fine you are. I don't care if you give in top notch neck. I don't care if the sex is excellent. I don't care about none of that. If I can laugh with you but not cry and share my emotion with you without judgment, deuces. I don't I don't care how it looks. I don't care if we've been together for 30 years, 10 years, two seconds. If I can't be who I need to be in all aspects of me, I got to get away from you. Because you're no good. I don't care how strong I am. This And, and this is why uh, I say this. I don't care how strong I am. I don't care how good I can fight. I don't care how good I can shoot a gun. If I am emotionally off, none of that matters. I don't care how good I am at sex. I don't care how good I cook. I don't care how good I rub your feet, rub your back. I don't care about none of that. If my mind is off, none of that matters. So if I can't sit here and let you know, hey, I'm struggling mentally. This is bothering me. This is what I have to deal with at work. This is what I feel like I'm dealing with as a parent. And and, and you judge that or you you don't you can't handle that properly. I got to get away from you because you're no good for me. Like. Remember them commercials back in the day? They used to throw the uh, uh, throw the egg on the joint. Like this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. And they used to fry the eggs. Like you know that that was super weird. Like now that I say, I don't even know why that came to my mind, but whatever. But it's like, fam, that like if you can't handle that, if you can't cool that off, and and let me know, like not necessarily. Oh, it's going to be okay because I'm not one of them people who who feel like everything is going to be okay. But I am a person who if I come to you and I and I bear my soul to you, um, I trust you. And I'm coming to you with the idea that you are going to help me get through uh, uh, whatever it is that I'm attempting to get through. I'm coming to you because I feel like the love that I have for you is real, whether it's a romantic or a friendship. So I expect you to be able to handle it. And if you can't. Then I got to get away from you. No, it's no love lost, but I got to get away from you because I'm being that for you. Anybody who confides anything into me, uh, I take that very seriously. Because people can't give certain parts of their emotions to everybody. And if you choose me, I'm going to pay attention to what's going on and I'm going to try to be there the best that I can. But also I want to be able to 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 give that to you too. I want to be able to, to have my moments where things are bad and I'm tripping and I'm wild. And then I say this, or I say that you like, fam, don't do that. This is what you got to understand. All right. I went through this situation. This is how I handled it. This is how I was able to get through it. If you can't do that, I have to get away from you. If I can't, you know, if I can't look for that in you, because I found it in myself. I talk to myself all the time. Now, I don't know crazy shit, but I talk to myself all the time because a lot of times I need to hear certain things from myself. I need to believe in myself. I need to trust myself that I'm making the right decision for me and I'm not doing it for nobody else. So if I can't confide in you, uh, but yet I can laugh with you and everything is is kikiing, but we can't be serious. 
I don't want it. It's not healthy. I'm purpose driven now, not ego driven. That's a big difference. When you ego driven, you're going to find all the wrong things that feel right and you're going to enjoy them things. It's going to be fire. It's going to fill your ego. It's going to make you feel like a man. You're going to feel so great about that. But then when you get to that point to where it's time to add purpose to your life and you look back, you're going to be like, what in the hell was I thinking? We all got to go through it. That's why I say I'm not over here like trying to preach to y'all. I'm not trying to be uh, sound like I'm better than y'all. I'm just letting y'all know what I'm going through. Hopefully you don't have to go through it. What Hov say? Hov went through that, so you ain't, or, or y'all know the thing. I don't even want to butcher his junk. But I'm on here being peaceful. I'm on here uh, uh, speaking from experience. I'm on here trying to help uh, y'all get through this mental stuff, like, cause I'm trying to get through it. But I had to find it out. I had like like certain things you gonna have to experience by yourself. It's nothing. No matter what that I say on this podcast, that's going to help you because there's certain things you're going to have to experience. But I'm telling you right now, if you take nothing from this session, I want you to take away that it is very important that you look for who you want to be within yourself. It is very important that you love yourself. You figure out what makes you happy and what makes you upset. What hurts your? F- it's it's important that you figure that out. It's it's important that you are not afraid to tell people, "Hey, this not working." You are not offering what I, what I need. I think that's the problem. We 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 are so visual. We're so visual that we forget. What we need on a mental level, we completely take that out. As long as it's visually and physically pleasing, we are okay with that until you get to a certain age or a certain thought process. And you're like, whoa, I'm not growing at all. Sex is good. Food is good. Yeah, we hang out. But mentally, I'm not going nowhere. So you have to know good or bad, good or bad. Whatever you search for, you are definitely going to find it. For me, with all the darkness that I have around me and that I'm going through, I look for that little piece of light and I get to it. And I hope y'all are going to start doing the same. Peace.